The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley. Would you like to see a miracle today? Look at Calvary. If you want to see a miracle, look at the cross. Because there, you'll see the greatest miracle of all. It is the miracle of a God who loved you so much, he gave his son for you. It is the miracle of the divine love. We're studying in the book of Jonah right now, and we're looking at the miracles found in this amazing book. We've discovered in Jonah 2, first of all, the miracle of prayer that we can pray, and that God will answer. Then we discovered the miracle of providence, that God is working in the affairs of men. He's working behind the scenes. He's working in the details. He's working to bring us to the end of us. He's working to bring us to himself. And Now we come today to yet another miracle. It is a miracle of the pity of our God. And I choose my word carefully because God used this word pity in this book. In fact, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but at the end of the book, in Jonah chapter 4, in this conversation with Jonah, the Lord uses the word pity. He refers to Jonah's pity, his human pity, his human love, and then he contrasts it with the divine compassion, with the divine love, with the pity of God. We're in Jonah chapter 2 today. We've looked at the opening verses, but let's keep reading, shall we, in his prayer? Jonah 2 verse 4, Jonah's speaking. He says, Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. This is powerful. This is a profound thought. Jonah was in the depths of the sea. He was in the belly of a great fish. He couldn't see anything. So the sight he's referring to here is not physical, it's spiritual. He is saying from the lowest place on earth, I tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to look to the Lord again. You remember in the Old Testament, uh, there was a law that if people were far removed from the homeland, far removed from Jerusalem, they could pray with their windows open toward Jerusalem, towards the temple, toward the holy place, and God would hear and answer their prayer. This is, this is thrilling to me. Uh, Jonah couldn't open his window. Jonah couldn't see Jerusalem from where he was, but he could look to the Lord. This is the eye of faith. And, and here's what's interesting to me. Jonah was acknowledging the fact that God was actually looking at him. He said, originally I said, I'm cast out of thy sight. Friend, you're never out of God's sight. No, he has his eye on you today. He has every hair on your head numbered. He knows you by name. He remembers your dust. He knows you better than you know you. Jonah, you were never out of his sight. But do you see the play on words here? I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. He's basically saying, I can't see you, Lord, and I don't know if you're looking at me, but I'm going to look to you again in simple faith. You know what salvation is? Salvation is, oh, it's so simple. Salvation is when we look to the one who already has his eye on us. He's looking at you in pity, in love, in mercy. Look to him and be saved today. 
the prophet Isaiah said, look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. Look to Jesus. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Look to Jesus. When you look to the Lord, you're going to discover he's already looking at you. And then, what of the believer, the person who's already been saved? Listen to Jonah's word. He said, I will look again toward thy holy temple. We need that word again, don't we? Again and again, I need a fresh glimpse of the Lord. Again and again, I need to turn my eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. Again and again. Are you drifting from the Lord? Have you wandered from him? Look again to the Lord. He's full of pity. He's full of mercy. Do you remember in the New Testament when Simon Peter uh, cursed and swore and denied even knew Christ? And the Bible says the cock crowed. Do you remember that third time? And the Bible says the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. I don't believe he was looking at him in anger. He knew what he was going to do. Remember, he'd already predicted it. I believe he was looking at him in pity. At that moment, God broke Peter's heart. The Lord is looking at you today. In fact, the Heavenly Father turned away from his own son at Calvary. He turned his back on his own son at the cross so that he could look at you. And when you look again toward him, you'll find he's had his eye on you all along. You've never been out of his care. Read on. Verse number 5, he says, The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. He's describing, of course, his his condition, his circumstance in the belly of this fish. And then he says in verse 6, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Do you hear the prison language here? He's in jail. Yet. <laughs> That's a great word. What a word of hope. Yet. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. Aren't you glad when you get to the depths, when you get to the bottom, when death is staring you in the face, it's at that moment that God speaks life. Verse 7, he says, When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. You see, the mercy of God ushers me back into the holy presence of God. Jonah had a worship service. He acknowledged how desperately he needed God and that God was all-sufficient, that the Lord was more than enough. He remembered the Lord. Oh, friend, remember the Lord today. The first step to returning is always remembering. Before the prodigal ever came back home to the father, he remembered what it was like at the father's house. He remembered how loving the father was. Would you remember your father today? Would you remember his pity? And then in verse 8, he says, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Listen to that. They forsake their own mercy. Do you understand that when people reject God, they're rejecting his mercy, yes, but their own mercy, the mercy God had reserved for them. Oh, don't miss your mercy. You're either going to believe a lie or you're going to believe the truth. The mercy and pity of God reminds you of the truth. The truth is this, God loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He could never love you any more, and he will never love you any less. There was never a day he started loving you, and there'll never be a day he stops loving you because love is not just something God does or something God gives. It's who he is. God is love. He is love. He's the embodiment of, of this holy pity, of this merciful kindness he loved the Ninevites. He loved the animals living in the city. We'll see that shortly in our study. Uh, he loved the mariners on board the ship. 
And yes, he still loved Jonah. Maybe you think you've gone too far. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now. Maybe you think you've blown it, messed up, got a big black X on your life, can never get over it. You may have really blown it, but I want you to know there is a miracle. It is the miracle of God's pity, of God's love. And the same God who loved you at Calvary loves you today. You see, when he died on the cross for your sins, all of your sins were future. God doesn't love you because you're good. He just loves you because. He doesn't love you because of anything you have done. He loves you because of who he is. That's the miracle. The Lord's loving eye is fixed on you today. Don't miss the miracle of prayer, the miracle of divine providence, and the miracle of God's amazing pity. The Lord loves you today, my friend. I wonder, will you love him in return? We love him because he first loved us. Will you allow the love of God to melt your hard heart today and turn you back to the Lord? This, my friend, is the greatest miracle ever accomplished on planet Earth. Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject, and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.